Ah, the Beatles. Perhaps you've heard of them. Uh, Paul McCartney, he's been making headlines for consecutive days. And for more, let's welcome in music expert Eric Helper. And Eric, I'm thinking of a recent tweet of yours from earlier today. You have a picture of a very young Paul McCartney. And you tweeted, who could have predicted that this guy would still be making vital music almost 60 years later? Who could have predicted this guy be going viral 60 years later as well? <laughs> yeah, if, if only people were stock, right? Because then you could say, oh, yeah, let's all bet. Let's let's go all in on the house with Paul McCartney. But yeah, there's a number of, of Beatles news that are and, and releases that are coming out. There's the Get Back documentary that is a six hour extravaganza that was put together along with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr and directed by Peter Jackson of the uh, Hobbit trilogy. Um, that is expected to be nothing short of amazing. And you and I have talked about this completely changing what we thought the breakup of the Beatles looked like. We thought that they were miserable, sad, angry. Well, it turned out that that, that was kind of true, but <laughs> they also were happy and joyful and got along fairly well according yeah. to the documentary. So there's a little bit of revisionist history going on right now. And Mom McCartney making the rounds of the media has come out with a number of things, including the fact that don't blame him for the breakup of the Beatles. It was actually John that, put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. This recent interview that's uh, been making news over the last couple of days, Paul basically saying, hey, not me, John, responsible for the Beatles uh, breaking up. Uh, why do you think Paul McCartney's coming forward with this now? And I always kind of liked the fact that there was a little mystery there as to what really happened, what really went on. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of that mystery is gone. I mean, there's only four guys in the band, but seemingly there's around 15,000 biographies that are out from this group and and hundreds and hundreds every single year. I think part of it is, um, um, well, obviously, John can't speak for himself. So I think that's a little bit of a bitter issue if you're a John fan over a Paul fan. But I think it says a lot about each of the characters when we start to think about the breakup of the Beatles, because John wasn't actually the first one to kind of go. That would be Ringo back in 1968, who just felt unappreciated. But he took a holiday, came back, and what else is he going to do, right? He's just going to go play with whoever asked him, because he's just kind of that kind of a guy. George Harrison left in 1969, frustrated that everybody was telling him what to do and feeling underappreciated. And the band carried on with a number of different demos. In fact, there is something on tape from a bootleg that basically, you know, says, well, we'll just get along without George. We'll call Eric Clapton. He's a better guitarist that comes with less baggage. And if only somebody could predict in 2021 what Eric Clapton would be like when talking about less baggage. But so this was a band that they were kind of done in 1968. The cracks were already there, which really isn't a surprise, considering that none of these bands from the early 60s stuck around except for the Stones, really. I mean... Yeah, but the, were the they done, though? Wasn't, yeah. The Do you think they were done, though? Can... Sorry, uh, Eric, let yeah. me ask you about the Beatles, because I yeah. think Paul kind of referenced this in his comments yeah. in this interview that uh, John was kind of responsible for breaking up because he thought that they were still making really good and innovative music. And I think you could uh, make a pretty good argument for that. That, And I mean, even when you look at their solo careers through the uh, 70s, some magnificent songs there, but you have to wonder, had the Beatles stayed together for another five, seven, ten years, I mean, were we robbed of some uh, really great music? And would that fantastic catalog be even that much more fantastic? 
Oh yeah. I mean, even, I mean, take away George Harrison and John Lennon and, and, you know, minus Ringo stuff. Paul McCartney is still a legend in the seventies, had a much better career than most people. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they didn't get to go through the disco period of it all. But yeah, Paul wanted to stick around. He was just like, I'm okay. If, if only those things that we realized later when it comes to treating artists or entertainers get them on a vacation let them take a break let them get married and have kids and then regroup and come back in better spirit but that wasn't the times it was just go 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 two albums every year four albums every year in the beginning of their career so it's no wonder that you know they were kind of sick of one another and again nobody knew that this could be a 50 year 60 year career so let's just kind of temper expectations and anger a little bit okay the other piece of mccartney news that is making the rounds online and going viral is paul mccartney apparently eric taking a shot at the rolling stones kind of you know there's always <laughs> been that uh, you know debate between the beatles and the stones who is really the the greatest uh, band the bigger uh, band and uh, mccartney uh, seemingly taking a shot at the stones calling them kind of a really good blues cover band. Yeah, he's kind of right, you know, and and when you really get down to it, the Rolling Stones are nothing more than a blues band that incorporates rock music. You know, the fact that they they started a band Blues Incorporated in the beginning before the Rolling Stones actually took shape. Um and named the Rolling Stones after a Muddy Water song shows you where their influences are. And they've never really strayed away from that. And I don't think it's it's very much a surprise to people that have followed the Rolling Stones career um, that they are they are nothing more than a blues band. They just happen to be the world's greatest rock and roll band going as well. And so I think when you have Paul McCartney making a slam against the Rolling Stones, I think Mick Jagger seemingly just waves his hand and say, uh, you know, billionaires fighting against billionaires it's all good yeah do you think that this is just mccartney finally getting his truth uh, out there with this forthcoming <laughs> documentary uh on the way he just wants to, to get everything on the record yeah i think so and he's got a brand new book that's like 350 pages that's chock full of his lyrics with handwritten notes and photographs so yeah but you know he didn't have to do this he's paul mccartney but this is the stuff that kind of works and and sells and uh um you know, it, it's a little bit of a shame that um, that people feel like he has to knock down the stones in order to build himself up or knock down John in order to build himself up. But this is what creates media in 2021. And, and you know, Paul was there and Paul knows music. So I'm kind of a little bit loath to argue against it if that's what he wants to say. All right, listen, while we have you here, we should also uh, mention Adele because we've got some fresh, uh, it's what I'm calling Adele Intel because she keeps dropping <laughs> uh, little hints uh, each and every day since uh, last Friday. We're looking forward to her first new music in some five years released on a uh, Friday, but uh, she's uh, made a post today on Instagram with uh, some uh, further teasers. Yeah, absolutely. She called the Rolling Stones nothing more than a blues band. And uh, no, um, yeah, the new album, a 30, comes out on November the 19th. We not only have a release date, but we also have an album cover. It's a side profile of her looking fabulous as always. And of course, we've got the first single that comes out this Friday called Easy On Me. And 30 alludes to the age of Adele where she first married her now ex-husband, Simon Koninsky. And this is the age where things started to change a lot for her. And of course, fans of Adele knows that 
all of her albums, whether it's 19, 21, or 25, signifies a big change in Adele's life. So uh, there you go. The number one album for the yeah. year. It's going to well, come out. Got to be. 19. I was going to ask you, how much of a monster is this going to be? And uh, by the way, I also want to mention that Adele, I think, a Canadian connection. She's once again working with Quebec director Xavier Dolan uh, on the video for the first single. Yeah, and also uh, Tobias Jesso Jr. from Vancouver, who had a little bit of a solo career. Um, he's got a number of co-writing tracks on the album as well. Um, yeah, the, I mean, how high do you want to go? 40 million albums, 30 million albums, six Grammys, 10 Grammys. I mean, sky's the limit. It's really just going to be between, I, I think, in terms of sales and Grammys, Taylor Swift, Adele, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, we will uh, find out uh, shortly. And of course, Adele fans can uh, hardly wait for Friday for the first new single. And again, the release date uh, for the album 30, it's November 19th? November 19th. All right. Great stuff. Eric, appreciate it as always. We'll talk soon. No, thanks, Jeff. We'll talk you got soon. it. Eric Alper, our music expert. And we're back after this here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.